Hello, welcome to another episode of Healing Yourself. I'm your host, Melissa Connor, and today we're talking about or starting on the subject of beginning to heal yourself from the trauma and distress of the outside world. another episode of healing yourself my name is your host melissa connor um today we'll be talking about being generous um being generous uh, we're gonna talk about if you can't feed a hundred people then just feed one that is often talking about if you can't give as much as you want to a thousand thousand people how about just choose one person to help out and be generous to or give to them a generous person is not required to give all of the positions away. Um, a generous person also is not required to allow others to push them around. A generous person is basically someone that's willing to do it without being required. Um, being generous involves first the readiness to give or being willing to give more than is required. Um, being generous takes kindness to the next level. You gotta be willing to just be just it's a thought. It's, a, it's not like it's not something you think think about. It's like, oh, they need my help and you go do it. Or my friend is, you know, in need of me. Let me go help them out. That is being generous. That's you just you didn't put a lot of thought on you just like you just went and did it because you felt as though that was the right thing to do. Um you might be it, you might be kind of in heart and say it like that. You might be kind of heart and often think about healing or helping others, but unless you actually take the time to actually get the ball rolling and offering your time, energy, other resources to benefit of another individual, you have truly, you have not truly mastered the art of being generous. Um, generous, being generous take, takes a, not a lot of time and effort. It just, how do I put it? It's, it's just, it's just a like a thing. It's just like you sit there and say, okay, well, let me plan out being generous. You don't plan out being generous. There's nothing you can just be like, okay, let me plan. Unless you volunteer the food on uh, Christmas or you volunteering and give out like bags of food to the homeless. Like you're gonna sit out there and give out like a lot of little bags of you know personal care packages. So that's actually planning it out. But being generous is like getting out there and just doing it. It's just like, okay, I'm finna go give to the homeless. You go out there and you give. Like, me and my sister did that one year. We was like, we had a lot of leftover food, and it was Christmas. And basically, we were like, got a lot of food left. What are we gonna do with it? And she was like, I don't know. We don't have nobody to really eat it. Because we didn't have a lot of relatives that came, you know, to visit, came to our houses from other states to visit. So it was like, okay, we're gonna just 
give it to the homeless. And so we put all of them in like little uh, plates. So we got them set aside. We had like, you know, written on there with little sticky notes of what they were inside because we've had like multiple different foods that were left over. So, and then we kind of just like, oh, let's drive around and just do it. We didn't put no thought to it, y'all. We just kind of just, just did it. We just put all the food in packing containers, put them in a box and we put them in the car and it was me, my sister, her daughter, and my son. We just kind of just hopped in there and we just went forward. Um, we drove around. I think we seen maybe, before we hit the corner, we seen maybe 10 or 15 people on Christmas Day that was homeless. Um, so we basically stopped, got out, and we recorded because we have, like, she like she have a, a certification for giving to the homeless, like the food to make sure it's inspected correctly. So she has one for the give to the homeless. So we get out and we take pictures to put on our on their website to show that we're giving food to the homeless and you know getting their names. I mean you don't get their actual name because some of them use like neat names or or side names, you know stuff that that's not really their government name because they don't want you to know their government name. But we, you know, talk to them, see how they're doing. Do they need any medication? Do they, um, do they, were they happy on that day? Were they feel sad? You know, we just give them a little conversation. They, most of them was just happy in general just to receive some type of warm food and soda. Because we took some water and took some because we had a case of drinks. So we took drinks for some and then we had bottles of water for others after we ran out of drinks. But that's just a, a small example of. It's not a lot of thought going into being general. It's kind of like a person at the homeless is you driving by on the, on, the, on the road and they got like, hey, give me some change, man. You know, whatever you can give, I take. In that moment, you at the light, you kind of just like, what would I give them? What would I have? You know, you kind of just go through there and just like, okay. And then you look at them, you check them out. You kind of like, this person may need maybe five six dollars to buy something to eat because they look like they have a home or they look kind of dirty they need a little more than five or six dollars they may need ten or twenty dollars because they look like they haven't had food in days and they really really dirty so you kind of base it off on how you judging the person how much you're gonna give them and then it also based off of if you carry cash a lot of people don't carry much cash anymore which is gonna be bad for the homeless people in the future because they ain't gonna buy a big be out the panhandle trying to get money because ain't gonna be no cash in a couple of years um because everything like it's going digital. Um, I know you should be wondering how giving away your assets can help you live a better life. Um, the truth is that many often regard generosity, generosity of one of the keys of being truly happy in this miserable world. Um, I don't see it being miserable because I'm not, I'm not miserable when I give um, maybe some you know that's not in a a good standing with their with them within themselves may see it as a miserable state to even try to think about giving to someone else when they really need for themselves um in fact many medical practitioners will attest to the fact that being generous is also very good for your health in fact here are some of the proven benefits of uh giving generously uh it will be first off you will be reducing your stress um after reducing your stress um basically it makes the from what they're saying it makes the levels within your body to go down so you're reducing a lot of stress not a, i mean not a lot but you're reducing a significant amount to give you a good stable mind and it helping that stable mind to resist you know not resist, but improve your rest of your body and functions of your body um Next, you will be uh, 
uh, increasing or no lessening the likelihood of suffering from depression. Um, so that they that's why they ask people to kind of get up in groups and talk about how, what they're going through and to get to know more people so you can have other people to relate to and also to have more people to talk to because they feel as though the more people you talk to or you kind of can relate to or get along with you're lessening the likelihood of suffering from depression because you know more people you have more activities to do you're not sitting at home thinking about your own negative thoughts you're actually out there helping other people and being a part of people's lives that actually that actually matters to you um Next, it'll be the increase of a sense of purpose. You actually give yourself more of a purpose and a willingness because if I got to get up and I got to go to this class, I might well get to know so many people here. And getting to know so many people here might give you an actual sense of purpose because then you can get to know someone and you can be like, oh, let's go out to this dinner or let's go out to this, this concert. Let's go try to check this, this new club out. Let's go have some fun. Let's go check out this new park. Let's go camping. But you give yourself more to do. Once you start getting out, you're not sitting at home sinking and swimming in your own negativity and you start getting out and talking to someone that's having fun in life and you're having the same you know relatable problems you can stop thinking about those relatable problems and start creating new happy problems like oh what did i need to get well i forgot to grab the the canteen for the camping trip like that's something positive but yeah you forgot it but it ain't nothing negative because a couple rivers out there you could probably drink from but not all rivers are kind of clean so you know that's a negative too but you get the point create positive thoughts create those positive images to make your purpose in life more better and to give back to the world um and that creates the greater happiness the happy happy like you forgot you, you was even in those predicaments that you was even depressed and you're not taking meds no more the doctor said you're doing great you're still talking to your therapist or your counselor and you're doing great so that leads to a greater set of being happy um i'm not a I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I am just someone who has been through, you know, traumatic events in my life. And I try to, I use, I use the world to make myself better. Um, I use podcasts. I use books. I've created my own book and it's healing yourself. And that's me giving back to the world so that I can help others heal themselves and build themselves back up by being better. Um, it took a process. I'm not going to tell anyone that it's easy to be like, oh, I'm fin to um, be happy again. No, no, you, it, it's definitely not. Especially if you went through a divorce, you have a bad break with your, your used to be boyfriend or ex or however you want to put it, a lover. Um, yes, it takes a significant amount of time. Some people say it takes maybe one or two years. Some people say it takes three to four years. And depending on how long you with that person, you may never get over that person. So, the thought of that is to not to truly get over them, but to live with the thought that you are, were or are still in truly love with them, but you're happy enough to let them move on with their lives if they're not willing to uh, think about the relationship again or even give it another try. Um, and it also re- reduces the risk of dementia. Dementia. Um, <clears throat> Uh, that is more of a uh, scientific thought, uh, risk, reducing the risk of dementia. I'm not going to go into that because that's basically me trying to give you some medical advice. I'm not giving out medical advice. I'm just giving you the thoughts in which I went through um, uh, or the process in which I went through. And these were some of the uh, studies that I've seen and read. Uh, also, it also reduces uh, the... 
the need for uh, I guess another person to just give you advice because you're talking to a therapist or you're talking to a counselor and you basically okay I'm, they're being generous to me let me be generous to someone else and give them advice so it kind of takes it out of there um, also it reduces less clutter so you have those people that y'all know y'all all just seen them you didn't even watch the show Porters so people who hoarder they keep they keep stuff built or kept inside it's a form of depression that no one has really dug into but only a few um there's a couple books out there you can read about hoarders uh, i'm not going to go into the details but if you see someone that has a clutter or a lot of cats or dogs or a person with a lot of materialistic stuff like lawnmowers and cars or you know, just a house full of stuff that don't even have any meaning and they just want it because they feel as though somebody else might need it. They are holding on to a lot of regret or uh, regret and a lot of, uh, I guess, anger, as I can put it, because I've, I've said and talked to a couple of them and it's, it's pretty bad. It's mostly anger. Like, it's, it's, it's so much anger that you can't really even get through to them. So that's probably another reason why people don't sit and talk to hoarders because to first to get them to realize that they made a mistake because you have to first realize that you made a mistake. It might have not been the other person that it might have been you. And that was the hardest part about me. Uh, my hardest part was to accept the fact that maybe I, you know, maybe I messed up. Maybe I, it was something truly wrong with me. Maybe I wasn't given enough you know, or I wasn't, you know, saying enough, or maybe I didn't put my communication into it, the thought process because I didn't think I had an issue with my communication. Because you first have to realize that there's, there's an issue to fix the issue. So the issue with hoarders are the, the fact that they are holding on to a lot of stuff is the fact they have not accepted that they have an issue. And even with those people on TV trying to help them clean out their belongings and helping them put their lives back together, some resort back because they still have not seen that what they had or what was going on in their house is an issue. So they resort back to what they used to live like because they thought that it was okay. So if you don't see it as an issue or a problem, you cannot fix that problem or you, or you can't fix something that is that in your mind that isn't broken. Um, more This also, uh, being generous also is more like, let me get back more on the topic, um, more like to benefit with the uh, with others being generous help others as well so i know you want to go out and help i'm not saying go out and help all the hoarders out there i'm just saying that that is another reason why you know some people be generous because there's a lot of stuff people going through and you don't know that they're going through because you can see this person every day and you think they're an amazing person but then you get to their house you ask them like what really happened like it's, it's something i'm missing you're a nice person at heart but your house or your, your 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 home, your body doesn't show that, you know. But that's why you have to be very cautious of what you say to people because anything can cause them to tick or or have a trigger. Um, a generous person often seeks an opportunity to do it good for others, whether you know it's just making them a cup of coffee. That's just being general, getting them a bottle of water. You don't often have to just, okay, I have to do this or I have to sign up a, a, a day and time to be generous. No, you could be generous at any point in time in your life. Um, just think about volunteers who make their way to help out at a soup kitchen or people that join the Peace Corps. They are actually giving more to, in 
the aspect of the Peace Corps because they've been signing life for a couple of years to give back to a country they barely even know. So, yes, being generous, it's just, it, you go on that and say it's quite, it, that's being very considered quite generous. Um, but simply helping an elderly person or elderly lady with her groceries, walking her bag to a car, stopping to allow a child to cross the road can be considered generous. Um, this kind of concern for other people, uh, other people proves beneficial because it forces us to force focus on the end, the needs of others instead of our own problems. And that makes it considered like a positive thought. So you're thinking more positive thinking of helping others or doing for others because, um, and it is positive. I mean, they're going to lead to a positive result, a positive mindset, a positive uh, life. So being generous can lead to a lot of, of great things in your life if you continue to do it. Um, anything that minimizes the effect of our own problems can create a positive life. Or whether it be our relationships or even financially or what, you know, it might even directly affect your health if you, the more generous and happy you are. Uh, being generous protects us from all the cynicism the narcissism that makes it so hard to navigate our way through this world um, I would however encourage you to be cautious as you endeavor to be more generous though um, be very careful of the way in which you demonstrate your generosity um, please be more you know specific and careful when it being generous to members of the opposite set um, for example my friend uh her sister-in-law bought a cake. She worked for, uh, I think, FedEx or Amazon, something like that. But she bought a cake for a guy just being nice. And the uh, the guy took it the other way. He didn't take it as, oh, she was just being nice. It's my birthday. She bought me a cake. She took it as, oh, she's being nice. Maybe she want to go out with me. Maybe she want to go on a date. And the way he treated her kind of changed because he was thinking maybe she wanted me. And she thinking, like, do like I'm just being nice. I'm marrying her husband. So you gotta be careful when it comes to stuff like that, or especially for the opposite sex. And you know, nowadays you have to be cautious of even whatever you do for other women because some women may take that out of you know out of context and you just being hey girl, I'm just I just thought you know that that was just me buying you, you know, coffee. I don't want to go on a date with you. Like you have to be cautious all the way around nowadays because you never know how someone may take it. Um First, you know, if you are are already taken, you know, you don't want to send the wrong impression. Um, boy gives like perfumes and uh, necklaces and earrings, uh, favorites that are personal, uh, personal in nature. You know, you don't want to do stuff like that, like going to their house and moving their furniture. No, you don't want to do that. No, don't don't even go that way. And definitely don't buy them no cook no cake. Be a woman, don't cook no cake, no cookies, no brownies. No, no meal. If you want him, get, girl, get him a gift card. All right, you my homie. You get him a gift card and tell him to take yourself to Chili's or Applebee's or somewhere. You, at least he'll know then you ain't trying to be serious with him. You know you just being a friend. Um, a person gift is anything. Let me take this out. Uh, relate to one's body, like perfume, for example, for uh, a considered. A personal gift, you know, like I said, the earrings, the necklace, bracelets, you know, anything like getting the body done. No, you don't do that. Uh, that's too, too personal. And people ain't gonna see that as being generous. They're gonna be seated as, you know, that's come on, come up, you know, however you wanna see that. Um, 
please also bear in mind that your own safety may come into play when being generous. Uh, many people have gotten raw when asked by a seemingly homeless person to give some money. You know, reaching into your wallet or a bag <clears throat> and revealing where your cash is kept and how much cash you have is a bad idea. Uh, no matter how needy the person may appear to be, a safer option would be to let the person know that you return with a gift or return with the food or return with the money. You know, put it in a envelope and hand it to them. Here you go. Um, at that point, they don't know how much they're going to get. You just probably put a dollar over there, but you gave it to them. You came back to them. So they don't know how much money you got. Uh, or if you had it on, you might have went to the store and got it. At that point, you're feeling safer. You, you, they don't see you as, a, you know, oh, you got a lot of money. No, you just put it, you know. You can even fold it up. You don't even have to put an envelope. Because some people might think that's a lot of money. Just to put some money in the envelope. Envelope is pretty cheap nowadays. I think you can buy a box of envelopes for a dollar. But, yeah. You might want to just fold it up and hand it to them. Here you go, sir. Five dollars, ten dollars, a dollar. I'm not sure if you want to give twenty. I wouldn't give them more than twenty or forty dollars. Like after you pass that up, then they're gonna be like, "Oh, this person being religious." They might think you got some money, so don't go too high in that aspect, unless you truly know them. Um, I would strongly suggest that you go to a secure location, one that was away from the prying eye, and package everything that you would like to donate to that individual in advance um my final word of caution that you need to fill out the person before being too generous um this kind of like me i was telling you about my, my sister when we gave away our um food for christmas um we packaged it in some packages um we uh wrote in there the sticky notes and we put kind of put what was in there each package and like we had some sanitary stuff that we put in like uh, Ziploc bags and we put in there and put you know sticky notes on those so we know little male or female and we gave it away but we pre-packaged it I mean we put thought into it but we didn't put a lot of thought into it like we didn't set a date like we're gonna go out here today on this day and do it at this time no, it's kind of like oh what are we gonna do with the rest of this food oh I don't know and we kind of packaged it and we put together oh well, they would need something to clean themselves after they eat you know wipe their mouth or whatever and we kind of thought about the packaging of like personal care stuff and that kind of just led into that and one thing went to the next and it was, it was being pretty generous at that next step um, i think we spent maybe a hundred dollars on just buying random stuff to put over in there and hand to each person um my final word of caution that you need to feel out the person before being too generous some people will spontaneously and others uh like they will just flip on you so you have to be cautious of those kind of homeless people because you know they have some mental issues you don't know about and i have never experienced that but i know it's a few of them out there um and others prefer if you ask them if they need your help so some will not do a deny that they need help and that goes back to me saying that they first first must realize that they have an issue and that they are homeless and they're not just out there on the street living their life as a normal person <clears throat> even the best intentions can put an awkward um situation put you in an awkward situation if they are not executed correctly uh, we have discussed at length how improving various aspects of your own personality can help you to heal yourself um, and avoid a lot of emotional baggage that comes along with with the negativity in this world. Um, the final, the finals of this book holds the most important key to healing all the scars caused by this next of this next world. Um, I suggest you read all the chapters of this book. Uh, 
my ebook is on sale i will leave a link in the bio i will also um leave a link to a couple different uh uh articles about healing yourself and also um a couple articles on about um my t-shirts and my website um, also, if any veterans out there, I also have some articles that you can read and uh, places you can go to have. They have groups and a different <clears throat> uh, organization that can help you in case you are going through depression or marriage di- divorce or um, or if you need marriage counseling. Um, my brother needed marriage counseling. He went to Afghanistan twice, so he didn't need counseling after he came back. Um, even now, he still needs counseling. He would say that, but I um, mean. Each is own. I can't force anyone to want to help themselves. You must first see it as a actual issue before you can either lean or go in the direction of even being generous to the next person. Um, you can still be generous to the next person even with knowing that you, you don't know that you have an issue. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that, that do help others. Even, you know, have random people sign up for soup kitchens and giving back to the Peace Corps, even with them having their own issues. So, it doesn't stop you from being generous. You can be generous at any point in your life, any point in moment of time, um, or any age group, age group. Um, thank you for following me. Thank you for being uh, watching my video. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, thank you everybody that uh, went on about my book and my t-shirts. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And on those that who have donated to me through uh, PayPal, thank you also for the, the donations that continue to improve my podcast as well as my YouTube channel now. Uh, I guess I extend it to YouTube. And um, uh, proceeding with making another book, um, I'll continue to try to get this first book out and start the new book and that's consists of research and reading and eating to let others know how i feel and think and going to the group sessions and having conversations with random strangers to get the thought process of healing myself and others um but it's been a journey and i would like to thank everyone that just continue to watch and listen to my podcast and my youtube channel now thank you thank you thank you and continue to watch and listen, look out for my next episodes